Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. They say it's not how you start, but how you finish. Florida State started well, mm. finished well. In the middle, but though. But the middle was a little, a little dicey. Yeah. And the Knolls fall down uh, to number four Clemson, 34-28. Uh, to 28 Correct. Yeah. In a game that at one point looked like it might be 74-28. to 28. Florida State was down by 20 points early in the second half and really looked like um, the wheels had completely come off. Uh, and, and it was only about two and a half minutes of game time the end yeah. of the first half to the start of the second half where things fell apart. It went from a 14-14 game to a 31-14 game. Uh, but at the end of the day, Florida State puts up a ton of yards, scores four touchdowns against one of the best defenses in the country, runs for 200 yards, but it's still a loss, and it's your third straight loss. Yeah, part of me kind of wishes, because I just got done writing my column, that, that they had gotten blown out because I was really mad. And it just I was just mad about how the game went and how the defense played in particular. And then they did do what they did in the fourth quarter, and you're like, well, all right, man, they, yeah, this is what this team does. It's hard to get too mad at them. It's like a, uh, having a child that really right, does right. try hard. They, they, they get an A in one class yeah. and then yeah. skip school yeah. the next day. Right. So it's, um, but, but also, like, maybe, maybe you have a kid that's not the brightest in the world. You can't relate to this. I, 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 but I can, and in cer certain subjects, maybe he's not the brightest, but he get he tries really hard and gets a B on a test, and you feel good about it. That's kind of how you feel about this. Is like, yeah, you lost the game, and as Mike Norvell said, there are no moral victories. They're crap. I think he said that's crap. I don't that's believe crap. in that crap. Um, but the way they did finish, and clearly, kind of the way they played on offense the whole game, is encouraging. I think because that is a good defense, and um, you ran for over 200 yards. If you take the sacks out of the equation, you ran for like 230 yards on Clemson. You put up 460 yards and 28 points, but you lost, man, and you lost because of that stretch right there before the halftime, and you also lost because your defense gave up six straight scores, which is, I'll say it, man, that's embarrassing. It. This is not the Trevor Lawrence Clemson offense, man. To give the up six straight scores in your building to that offense is embarrassing. I, I just. I was really disappointed with the way the defense played. I did like Norvell's answer to that question, though, because I asked him. I said, man, you put up 460 yards. You asked a lot of questions in the press conference, man. You, know, you carried I, I, I it. Do you what I gotta carried do, that Corey. thing, buddy. I do what I got to do. <laughs> they, you got 460 yards of offense, but you lost for the third straight game. And, and is that what I asked him is, is that encouraging that you put up those kinds of numbers against that defense, or is it frustrating that you keep losing? Yeah. And, he, and he went immediately to frustrating. And I think that's good. That's the right answer, right? I mean, like, yeah. there sh you said it's encouraging. There is some encouragement that you can do that against that defense. You blocked that defensive front pretty well, especially in the running game. Ran for over 200 yards. That defense gives up about 60 yards a game on the ground, two yards a carry. You average six yards a carry, over six yards a carry, and over 200 yards. That's incredible. Yeah, it really is remarkable. I, you know, I said before the game that I would throw it 70 times because what's the point right. of trying to run it against them? Clearly showing how much I know. I'm, you, you might be questioning yourself right now. Why am I even <laughs> watching this guy talk? 
after he admitted to saying that. But yeah, I mean, I, I was I was flummoxed. I was dumbfounded that they that they ran like that. And remember, Trey Benson has what's probably going to be a 60-yard touchdown run and just trips on himself, and they don't score that drive. So that's a big play too, where that's out the gate, and that really was out the gate. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was very, very encouraged overall with the offense. You know, I thought Jordan had a good game for the most part. He really made some plays with his legs. He was dynamic. Um, the fumble's a killer, man. It's just a killer. And he saw the ha he saw the hit happening. It was not a blindside. He's trying to tuck the ball, and he just loses it. And as Norvell pointed out, when you're talking about these last three losses. They've turned it over. Their opponents have turned it over one time in three games. They've had one takeaway in three games. It's hard to win games like that, especially you know maybe Wake. I don't think you're as good a team as Wake Forest. I don't think you're as good a team as Clemson. I think you're better than NC State. And you blew that. But when you're when you're when you're in these coin toss games, which all of these ended up being, you need some. You need to go make some breaks and you need to go make some plays. And they just have not turned the ball over. And their opponents, by the way, they don't miss field goals, man. Opponents aren't going to miss field goals. They're not going to drop passes. It just does not happen to Florida State this year. But that's you, you need to start creating some big plays and some big moments. And on defense, they just didn't they didn't do that at all. And that's why they're on a three-game losing streak. No, they haven't. And that, and that uh, to your point, your point earlier, I, I agree with 100%. I mean, the defense just did not play anywhere close. That Clemson offense has not played that well uh, really all this season. They, yeah. Louisiana Tech's the only team that they kind of really scored a lot in Fair the first firm. two or three quarters. The rest of their games, I mean, it would be 20 to 10 in the fourth quarter. Um, but to, to let them go up and down the field like that, and I know that it was a big momentum switch, uh, but then you come out of the second half, and for the third week in a row, the other team gets the ball and goes right down and scores. This time it wasn't just a drive. It's been these long 10-play drives to start the second half. This time it was a kickoff return. Yeah. But like Norvell said, it's hard to be too mad at those guys because the kickoff coverage has been great, great all, all season. Yep. They just picked a terrible time to give up a 69 yard. And that dude's a player, man. Yeah, Shipley's, Shipley's a, a good player. player. He's going to make plays. He was the play he was the best player on their team. He was the best player on the field when the Clemson offense was on the field. He had 120 yards rushing, had, what, a 70-yard kick return. I think he had six or seven catches. Um, put the game away after the onside kick with the first down. He's just a tough, hard runner, man. And I would say this. It's not like Clemson doesn't have guys on. They have skill players. Yeah. It seemed like, in, especially in those drives, every time one of their guys got in the open field, they, they made a defender miss. They made somebody miss with a jump cut or, or ran through a tackle. Yeah. I mean, they, they're they're – players made plays that looked like a better offense than we've seen it wasn't like the defense was just completely inept but they did have some breakdowns where a couple of those touchdowns were just way too easy you can't like look you saw how hard it was for florida state to score when it got inside the five uh, a couple of times it got it got the one to jakai after the after the the fourth down stop the 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 possession before clemson they got inside the five yard line you have dj hey headliners and elite headliners it's ira here and it's time to talk shopify as you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Just DJ. I was going to try to go for the last name, and I'm, I, I balked at Louis it. Louis yeah, yeah, You had him just walk into the end zone on a, on a keeper as if that was a stunner. Oh, my gosh, he kept the ball? Who would have thought that would have? It was only a seventh carry of the half. And then they had the tight end wide open in the flat. You can't have those kind of breakdowns in game seven in a moment like this, in a game like this. You've got to make it hard for them to score like they made it hard for you to score when you get inside the five. It's supposed to be really hard to score. And you just gave them two. Those two touchdowns were simple. And then you gift wrapped them. And you've been really good at not giving up big plays this year. Really good. You led the, you led the ACC. You'd given up. Florida State's given up, I think. And coming into this game, they'd given up four plays of over 30 yards the whole season. That's crazy. Yeah. But that one touchdown pass, the first touchdown, after you get all the momentum, you have a lead, you, 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 have, you, you have the lead, 7-0. You give up a touchdown because you blitz a 180-pound cornerback that does not even come close to touching the 250-pound quarterback. And what some, would he have done to him? Jump on his back and hope he can't sure. throw it? Like there was, no, sure. there was nothing he could do anyway, so I don't kind of understand that. And you just give him a 60-yard touchdown because he gets behind Akeem Din. I just I didn't like that play call necessarily, but I just don't understand blitzing Kevin Knowles against that kind of quarterback because he didn't even affect him. Right. The biggest positive I think I took away from this game was these last two games, in the first half against Wake Forest when the offense was really struggling. Last two home games, you mean? These last two games, two losses before this game. Oh, okay. The two gotcha. losses All before right. this game, first half against Wake Forest, second half against NC State. When things started going wrong for the offense, it looked like guys started to panic. I thought Jordan would get frustrated. Yeah. They just seemed all out of sorts, and they could never really – it took them a long time to regain their composure. This game, that didn't happen. Like, yeah. you can say that Clemson backed off when they're up 20 – maybe that's fine, but – they kept making plays, and Jordan Travis's last touchdown throw. I mean, he had made several plays in that in the in the second half to, during that rally, but that touchdown pass to Kentron Portier across his body, running to the right. That's a yeah. crazy throw. Yeah, and, and he had that run. Gets. He ran for 64 yards, and again, if you take the sacks away, he ran for 85 yards. That's that's what we thought we'd see more of this year. But as you move forward, especially with a week off. They're going to get healthier. You really do, as long as that defense, that was just an anomaly, and they're going to get back to playing solid. They're not a great defense by any means, but they're much better than they were, I think, on, uh, on, on tonight, on Saturday. But if your offense can look like that, because if you, if you just equate, okay, if you can score 28 against Clemson and put 460 on them, what does that mean when you're playing Miami or you're playing Georgia Tech or you're playing Syracuse? Like, they all, those, are, those are decent teams, but... You should be. You're not going to be overmatched or worried about any of these teams anymore moving forward. I think. I think you got five games. Uh, you got five games left to to really have a nice season. I just got hit by like a moth, and I think it might have gone down my shirt, which is a little disconcerting. But I'm going to play through it, Corey. All right. Because All right. that's how that's how I am. Take your shirt off. No, <laughs> I'm not. Take you, your shirt buddy. off. And let's I'm see. Not you. Let's do it. Um, I was wondering I, why yeah, you were looking at yeah, me like no, that. Yeah, that was weird. I got hit direct hit in the neck. Maybe <laughs> we'll have the replay. As long as I get the replay later. <laughs> Slow it down. But um. I did, again, I thought the way Mike Norvell talked about the frustration of this loss, the way the running backs, 
how confident they sounded about the way they played, how Derek McClendon talked about how frustrated they were. He just kept coming back to execution, and that was the answer to every mistake. Yes. Usually coaches yeah. blame mistakes on execution. Derek McClendon, the lone defensive player we talked to, that's all he talked about in the post-game press conference was that they just made mistakes, and that's what the running back said. We just made mistakes. I feel like this – I was a little bit worried about this team if they lost this game, losing three straight games, getting the bye week, coming back in this, this last five-game stretch – but I think those comments, I don't know, man, they gave, they left me a little encouraged. I feel like they, sure. they I feel like they know that there's still a lot left for them to play, and it is on them. Yeah, but I also think mainly, man, it's like that's fine, and they did say the right thing. So did Norvell. I was encouraged by the way they finished up the game. Yeah. Um, and well, I look, mean, those things yes, together. they they're all together, and and you do think that okay, if you can just right the ship, get another win, get 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 healthy, get Fabian Lovett back, and Mike Norvell said after the game that he tried to go late last or late this week. They thought there was a chance, but it just what he just wasn't ready. But they think they'll get him back, or he hopes. He, it sounded like very positive yeah. that he'd be back for the final five game stretch. All right, and well, now you're Ward as well. Trayshawn Ward maybe, and now you're, you're you feel fully loaded again. You're going to be healthy. You got a five game stretch. You can still have a nice season. It's not going to be a magical special season. That that ship sailed. But you can have a you can have a good season. You can have a decent eight and four eight and four type season. That's still very much on the table. And I feel like that. I feel just uh, nine I, and three is on the table. Right? Sure, man, it really is. Like you, the, you that was a gauntlet. Crazily, I know we say that as a joke sometimes in the ACC. That really was a gauntlet. NC State with their healthy quarterback, Wake Forest is very good, and Clemson is good. You had to play all those games in a row. My issue is. You gave Wake a 28 nothing run in your in your stadium two weeks ago. You had Clemson go on a 27 nothing run in your stadium. Well, that's not great. Let's stop that. Let's stop. It's it's hard to win games when teams go on 28 nothing runs. Something to focus on here during the bye week. Uh, Florida State also might get a couple other guys back. Winston Wright, maybe we'll see him for the last five that? games. How about that? You also uh, Robert Scott. Those guys on the offensive line that have been playing through some injuries might be healthier as yeah. well. So yeah, man. Like and Derek McClendon. The other thing he said was they can't let this break them apart. They've got to come together, and I think that's the key, man. They, they, these next five games are imminently winnable, all five yes. of them. Yep. You saw what Florida did today at home. You, you saw Miami help, barely held on to beat a bad Virginia Tech team. Uh, Syracuse, you know, they're, they're going to be a, a challenge in Syracuse, but Louisiana, Georgia Tech, they're all winnable. They're all winnable games, and if you play on offense like you did tonight, you should win all those games as long as your defense doesn't just lay a big fat egg. All right, well, I'm going to try to get rid of this moth wherever it man, went. It's, uh, and, uh, I don't see it anywhere, man. I, I think, think you survived it. I don't know. Now Maybe just, it's in you. Maybe it's, it's just now in you. It's a it's part just, of you. That's possible. You've absorbed it. That's good. I enjoy it. Uh, for uh, Aslan and Corey in Austin, this is Ira signing off from Doe Campbell Stadium. People behind us. We'll talk to you next time.